0: Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Strictly anonymous
1: podcast. Conversations with online. Hey, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast with Kathy. If you haven't followed the Strictly Anonymous Podcast yet on Instagram and Twitter, follow me at Strict Anonymous. If you haven't followed the show on Instagram or Twitter, did I just say that? I just said that. <laughs> if you're on a podcast app, make sure to follow my show. Give me a five star a review if you love my show. If you're on YouTube, make sure to like and share my videos and subscribe. Subscribe to me on uh, if you want to be on the show. It's called Strictly Anonymous because everybody remains anonymous on my show. I change your voice. I'll change your name. You could call me from a phony block number. All I want to hear is your true story. If you want to be on the show, go to strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on Be on the Show. Or send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Now, do not send me an email that says, I want to be on your show. Send me an email with the information of what you would be talking about on my show. Okay, give me that information in your first email or you will not hear back from me. (laughs) Send me that email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Now, if you just have a confession you want to... Give you could call my confessions hotline. You could call that number twenty four seven. The number is 347 It's three four seven four two zero three five seven nine. You could call that number. Like I said, twenty four seven. You have four minutes to leave a message. I change all the voices over there. You all those confessions are aired on my Patreon. My Patreon is just five dollars a month, and you're going to hear all the naughty confessions that I got on my phone and my confessions hotline up until this point, so there's over 100 of them. You also see anonymous sexy pics of all the girls that called into my show. You also get Q&As. You also get all of my episodes early and ad-free, and you get access to my private Discord, where people are getting X-rated, super naughty, hooking up with each other, showing all kinds of things over there. Okay, I don't get involved in my Discord, but it is a community of my listeners over there having Having fun now you could only get to my discord through going through my patreon but it's only five dollars a month it's patreon.com strictly anonymous podcast that's patreon.com strictly anonymous podcast so today factor fiction episode i'm gonna do this like once a month i think <laughs> I got a couple of them okay this one I think is not gonna be like the first one I did a a factor fiction recently and I was able at the end of the call to prove whether this person was factor fiction because there was actually proof that needed to be sent to me and whether it was sent or not was revealed at the end if you haven't listened to that episode. It was 685, Henry. It was fact or fiction. What does Henry have a hot wife? So that one was more obvious. You could go listen to that. It's uh, super interesting. If you like a mystery like I do, I think you'll find it entertaining and you can make your own assumptions whether it was true or not. People enjoyed it. I'm doing it again. This one, I think, like I said, is not cut and dry. There's no proof. At the end of this call, it's going to be, is it fact or fiction? It's going to be whatever you believe. I personally think it's fiction is that not not fact <laughs> right not the truth I thought it was like I don't know there's certain parts of this call that I was like laughing but I didn't allow myself to laugh on air like I had to take the mic away <laughs> from my mouth <laughs> because there was just some stuff that I was like oh my god this is so dumb but I don't think that everybody will feel the way I am I love okay nothing more than a good debate I do love a mystery this is a mystery this is this is an added layer to the story the story's interesting okay but on top of this and I'll get to that in a second and but on top of this interesting story there is this whole do you fucking believe him or not I think I'm going to get shit about this one (laughs) and but I can handle it because I do like a good debate I think some people are going to be like Kathy you're fucked up this guy was totally telling the truth and this is why I personally was like "Uh uh-uh I don't believe This story, but I think it's going to be a big split down the middle. I think 50-50. I am so curious what everyone else is going to think youtube is always a great place for people to comment on the episodes go over there but don't feel bad when i fucking respond back to you and debate back i mean sometimes like people say rude things to me on on youtube and then i respond back and they're like oh you can't handle it no i can handle it you can not if you're gonna say something to me i have the right to say something back that's called a fucking debate and i'm down for it i actually love it so go over to youtube say what you want This is a story about a guy named Hunter. It starts off with this whole story about how he met his wife. It was like his friend's wife. First, it was his girlfriend. He was into her. And then it turned out it was his wife. And then he stole her from him. And they got together. They immediately started like couple swapping with a couple that they were friends with. And then eventually... He tells the story that they drifted apart and he started cheating on her with some women, one in particular that was like an old friend of his. And he found out she was cheating on her with her boss. And then he wound up bringing the girl in that he was cheating on her with to have a threesome with them. And they had a threesome. His girl's very into girls. So they had a threesome with her. And then that all ended. And then. They had a come to Jesus moment many years later and decided to really open up their marriage. Stuff goes down about the cheating about him with women and her with the boss. We talk about that. But where they're at now is where we end with them opening up the relationship, really looking for a third person to enter their relationship. They're looking for a thruple. They've had some threesomes. He fucked a couple. She's looking for girls. She's really into girls. And he goes into all the details. So like I said, there's a lot to this episode. There's the story, which is super interesting. And then there's the mystery. I'm curious what you think fact or fiction. Do you believe him? I didn't. Go to YouTube if you want to comment there or sign up for my Patreon. My Discord channel is a place where you could talk to all the people that are on there. There's over a thousand people on my Discord. Plus, Hunter's going to go on there. I'm going to give him a free link to go on there. So if you want to talk to him there, go there or go to YouTube, my YouTube channel. Make sure to subscribe while you're there and you could comment. Let me know what you think uh anyway i'm curious okay so anyway (laughs) i'm gonna be right back on with hunter this is the strictly anonymous podcast hi hunter welcome to the strictly anonymous podcast how are you today
0: i'm good thanks for having me on
1: Thanks for calling in Hunter. Now listen, when we were trying to figure out a fake name for you, I was like, let's call you Hunter cuz that sounds like a guy that would steal his friend's fucking girlfriend and then f- marry her. <laughs> That's what you did. Your first wife was like your friend's girl or something like that. I don't know. Like you tell me the story and then cuz then and then you and your wife uh <clears throat> a little bit further down the line, you and your wife have a threesome with a girl you were cheating on her with and now you guys have an open relationship. I mean, you have a lot going on here correct yeah
0: and when you say it like that it almost sounds really bad
1: sounds salacious (laughs) well that's the kind of shit i have on my show that's why you're you're calling in
0: (laughs) yeah yeah so yes i did i i stole my wife from a really good friend at the time Uh, how did that happen well so when I was 18 or 19, I don't even remember at this point, I was working at a store and another guy started and him and I just hit it off. And we were really good friends instantly. And one day I was standing at the front counter and it was like right out of a movie. It was cliche. The sun was setting, so it was hard to see. His wife and doors... walks in. Yeah, his, his girlfriend at the time. She walks in and she is just the most beautiful thing I've ever seen in my life. And I was just oh i'm very interested in her i need to get to know her and then i quickly realized oh she's with a friend and she's quickly off limits yeah Uh, so we 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 actually just started hanging out and i had a girlfriend at the time and so the four of us kind of hung out and girlfriends came and went for me but they stayed consistent fast forward a little bit to they get married and he actually asked me to be his best man and I said, yeah, because at that point, I was still trying to be pretty upstanding. And during the wedding, he, he goes, hey, can you go deliver a, a message to my future wife? And I said, yeah, sure, I can. I can go do that. So he gives me some stupid message to go tell her he was way in over his head with her. He, he was not up to her caliber at all. So I, I went to her and um, gave him or gave her the message. What was and... the message? I don't even remember. It was so stupid and, and horrible. It was just uh, something along the lines of, oh, I'm so excited and I'm happy for you to be my wife. Something Something,
1: something that no guy like would that. ever say. Okay, I really hope I believe your story, but that sounds like the dumbest thing I've ever heard. No guy sending a message to his wife like, I I'm so excited to marry you at your wedding
0: Thank Oh, God. like I said, this guy was oh. in way over his head.
1: Okay, go on.
0: So anyway, I gave her the message and she goes, is that it? And I said, no and then I kissed her on the cheek and she kind of stopped and looked at me and she had all her bridesmaids there and they were kind of like what the hell was that and she under her under you know her voice she said was that from him and I said no and she kind of looked at me really funny and I just got up and walked out because I realized I had shot my shot at her wedding and this was a very dumb move and uh the wedding went on and all that fast forward a a little bit later and they actually had an apartment together and they couldn't afford it and i was having trouble with my roommate and we were all really good friends so they were like well why don't you just move in with us it'll save you money it'll save us and that was kind of the beginning of the end so i moved in there and within two months she had kind of confided in me that they were having issues and that she wasn't happy and that she had hoped that when they got married it would kind of kick them into gear and he would uh, do what he was supposed to do and help take care of her. And it just was not gonna happen. She was working, he wasn't, he was aspiring to be some artist of some kind and I apparently I must have looked pretty good because I was actually working a job and you know doing right and, and progressing my future. And
1: so when do you guys start cheating?
0: Well to be fair, I know we never cheated while they were married or together. Oh, she okay. divorced him.
1: Oh and okay. Okay. Oh I, okay I, so you didn't really yeah,
0: steal I, her. Well, I didn't. I didn't because she was wanting to work it out with him. And I said, hey, that, that time I kissed you on the cheek at your wedding, that was my letting you go. But at the same time, showing you that I I had feelings for you. And so anyways... I shot my shot with her after they divorced and we got together and we started dating and and did all that. And so it it really kind of gets interesting here. Uh, I had a birthday party where we had a bunch of people that were supposed to come over and everybody kind of bailed at the last minute, except for my best friend and his at the time girlfriend. And we just proceeded to get trashed. I mean, I, I don't even remember all of it. I remember at one point, I don't know how we all got naked, but we were naked and he was having sex with his girlfriend. I was having sex with my girlfriend, wife on the same bed at the same time. And he kind of tapped me on the shoulder and he said, Hey, can I, can I give it a go? And I looked at my girlfriend and I said, are you okay with this? And she said, yeah. And so I said, okay. So I backed off and, and he was just giving it to her. His, his girlfriend was kind of laying there watching and I was kind of standing back there watching a little bit. And he kind of pointed at his girlfriend and said, Hey, go ahead. And so her and I started having sex and we had, we had just done our first swap, I guess is the term that would be used for it. Uh (laughs) And this was really surprising because everything I had known about my girlfriend, my wife now was, she was such a good Christian girl. And this was just blowing me away. I could not believe that she was not only okay with having sex with, other people in the room with us, but swapping like that. And I had always been such a jealous person. So it was just kind of a weird, cathartic experience where I was like, is this really happening? (laughs) And, and it continued on to the next morning where, cause they had stayed over and all that and we got up and we went to breakfast and we were kind of joking around about it. And I really seriously stopped everybody. And I said, Hey, the number one rule fight club is we don't talk about fight club. So that became our inside joke for the four of us as we continued on in our in our friendship was you don't talk about fight. Club. So anytime we we all hooked up with each other, it was, yeah, that
1: were you guys like in your 20s at this time?
0: Yeah, I was probably 22, 23. And so my wife would have been 20, 21.
1: Well, so what did she marry your friend when she was 16? I mean, come on. So she's <laughs> she 21 married... by the time she marries you. How old yeah. was she when she married your friend?
0: She was 18.
1: Okay. Okay. Go yeah. on. Yeah. So they got married at 18, had a whole relationship, and then they got divorced by the time she was how old? 20? One were uh, they? they their marriage lasted a year?
0: They were only married three months.
1: <laughs> three months? Three months. So, yeah. how, so you just live with them for three months?
0: Uh, about two months, they they got the apartment okay. and quickly realized they could not afford to do anything, let alone hold the apartment. And so they needed roommates. Um, and that's... Okay,
1: you you live with them for two months, and then she divorced him the minute you moved in, and then you guys started dating, and now you're already sleeping with other couples. <laughs> oh, yeah,
0: that that was a good year and a half, two years after they had split up. That we had we had experienced that with our friends. Yeah.
1: Okay, go on.
0: Yeah, and so that just kind of fizzled out after that. Not her and I, but the 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 whole swinging thing. It was just kind of that thing that was never really addressed.
1: Well, how how many times did you swap with that the that couple?
0: Oh, in all too many times to count now. But at the time, it was just such a weird one-off thing. Everybody was kind of like, "Is this okay? Are we? What, what what just happened?" And we just all kind of agreed that. The best course of action was to not talk about it any further.
1: But you kept doing it.
0: Eventually, yeah. Yeah, we had a, an annual trip that we would take to uh, an Oktoberfest. And sometimes it would happen, sometimes it wouldn't. But we all shared one big room. And, of course, obviously, Liquid Courage is involved. And everybody everybody just does what they kind of do. At one point, we had what was it, 20 people in a, in a six-person hot tub. And there were pits out and dicks flopping around and it was, it, it it you go there and it's kind of your release. It's your escape. Nobody really knows who you are. Nobody knows anything. You're there with your friends and it's just kind of whatever happens happens is, is what we had for a little while there Okay. at, at Oktoberfest. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And it, it continued on. Uh, we would, I mean, yeah, we've had, threesomes and foursomes with that those two
1: well what do you mean threesomes and foursomes there's two there's a couple what do you mean threesomes and foursomes with them sometimes someone wasn't there
0: uh, yeah sometimes they weren't there sometimes they just weren't really interested in participating um so now you know, who would time, hook up with who
1: would your wife hook up with the girl too or is it just swapping
0: no she would hook up with her too yeah
1: okay so your wife started hooking up with girls that that friend of yours
0: yeah but she at that point she hadn't even come out as bisexual at that point it was just i thought oh she's just going with the flow she's doing whatever she thinks i want to see or or experience and hey i'm okay with that but it wasn't until almost 10 years later that she actually came out to me and says no i'm 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 actually more I, i would say i'm almost lesbian at this point but i am obviously married and i love you and i'm attracted to you but She's not, she doesn't really like other men for the most part. She's very, very selective over the other men. Mm-hmm. And I, I, to this day, I still don't even know what her qualifications are for uh, another person to join in or another, another man to join in. But she had, we have had male, female, male experiences, but just with my friend there, it, we haven't actually had another Stranger Mail, if you want to call it that, join in.
1: Okay. Even though you've had these Oktoberfests where there was like 30 people in a hot tub naked, no, she was just fooling around with that one guy?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, they were they were in the hot tub and all that, but it was kind of out in public. Like there was a small little privacy fence, but the the hotel we were at was right on the street and there were people walking by. And so you couldn't get too crazy. We had actually gotten yelled at a couple of times by the management of the hotel to not have that many people in the hot tub, number one, but number two, don't do don't be doing anything that's going to get you in trouble or get us in trouble. So we had to kind of hone it down. A bit.
1: Okay. So go on.
0: Yeah. Um, so it, it continued on like that. And, and we'd had off experiences. Um, but her and I just kind of drifted apart. We'd been married at that point for, oh, probably five years and we just kind of hit that slump we we got up we went to work monday through friday and came home and didn't really talk and started drifting and this is the part i believe
1: i know but i know where you're gonna go because you start cheating on her but before we get there whatever happened to the guy that was married to her first
0: oh he Kind of bummed around for a little bit. He went back to live with his parents, and I lost total contact with him for obvious reasons.
1: But did other friends of yours like think it was fucked up? I mean, because I'm I mean, most of the time, guys roll in packs; they're like dogs. Did you have a group of friends where your friends like, "What the fuck?" or were the, it was like, "No big deal." I mean, did a lot of people side with him? Was it a big thing? I mean, here it is: this guy loses his wife at three after three months of marriage, and then you're you swoop her up.
0: Yeah, it was about a 50 50. Half of them just never talked to me again. And I was like, hey, that's kind of a fair assessment. And the other half kind of sided with me and were like, the guy's kind of a scumbag. And he was kind of using her and
1: he was using her the same guy that was sending her sweet notes at the thing, but that was over his head, but he was using her. I mean, you painted a picture that he was like beneath her before and now he was a scumbag. Well,
0: I use the term scumbag loosely, I well, guess. scumbag and loser,
1: there. I think of that as two different guys. You made him sound like a guy that was out of her league, like beneath her, sending her a note. Uh, I don't know. Then he, Now he's a scumbag. Those are two different guys, I think, typically.
0: Yeah, okay, I suppose if you put it that way, yeah. I mean, he wasn't a, a, a good guy
1: segment.
0: to her? I mean, he didn't cheat on her that I know of. So, so I mean, what, what, what it, made
1: him a scumbag?
0: He did not work. He refused to actually go get a job. The jobs he would have, he would hold for a month or two, and then yeah, he I would mean, fly I mean, We're talking about quit.
1: a 19-year-old guy, okay? This is like, when we're talking about your guy's drama and your relationship, we're talking about teenagers okay this is that's normal stuff a guy can't keep a job for a fucking month you 19 i mean you can't judge him he could be a ceo of a company at this point so many years later i mean come on he's 19 years old so anyway i just was wondering if he like stopped being friends with you or what happened because that's pretty oh, yeah. that's kind of like dramatic that he was married to somebody and then his really great friend the best man in his wedding took his wife all right so now yeah. your guys are in a slum five years into it Sex has gone out the window. She hasn't told you she's more into women than men, but you guys are not really getting along.
0: No, not at all. And how we stay together is beyond me, just your will not to not to end up like her first marriage, I guess. But uh yeah, I I, I felt really down on myself. I had actually lost my job at that point. I had a really good job at the time and just it it ceased to be. And so I was already down on myself and she was we were facing financial problems at that point. Not, not not anything crazy, but enough to be stressed out. And yeah, she she ended up cheating on me with her boss at the time. And I'd kind of known, but not enough to really do anything about it. And at that point, I had been talking to other women. And so it was that, well, if I'm doing it, she can do it. I, I really have no leg to stand on. How
1: did you find and out she was with her boss?
0: I had she had shown something on her phone to me and I went, oh, I want to show this to my friend. And I was taking it over to him to go show it. And a text message came through that said, take care of those big titties. And I saw it and I read it and she heard the the bing of the notification and she demanded her phone back, She, said, give me my phone back, give it to me right now. And so I handed it to her, but I'd already read the message. But mm-hmm. we were over at, at a friend's house. So I wasn't I wasn't going to make a big deal about it there. And so I had a good four or five hours to kind of cool down and let it go over my head. And I just never even brought it up to her. Um, How come? No good excuse. I just never brought it up to her. And so it continued on. Why didn't
1: um, you ever bring it up to her?
0: Obviously, because I felt guilty about my own misbehaviors with other women. Well, who were you cheating on her with? I had actually found an old friend from high school that had reached out to me through Facebook, all that. And we started talking, It started out innocent, but it quickly devolved into something not innocent at all. I had actually met up with her and went down on her and, and let her return the favor to me. And then it progressed from there because it was that whole mindset of, oh, it's not cheating if it's just oral. And. It, it devolved from there into full-on sex. And at the time, I didn't understand it. She, the, this new girl, wanted a relationship with me. And I was either not caring or, or unable to see that. And in retrospect, she was she was doing everything she could to try to damage my, my marriage with my wife. In what and, sense? I'm sorry, what was that?
1: How was she trying to ruin your marriage? Oh, she would... Uh,
0: The biggest one that I can I can give you an an example of is she said, well, let's let's try to get your wife into a threesome. And I thought, well, heck, yeah, I can I can have you and my wife. Heck, yeah, this sounds awesome. And at this point, I'd known that she was open to the idea of threesomes and more sums, but not necessarily into women. And so I came to her one night and I said, wait, who wasn't
1: into women?
0: My, I, my wife, I thought you at told the time me before she, she was
1: only into women and not really into men, but now you, you we're back to she's not into women.
0: Well, that's retrospect. I, I realize oh, okay. now that she is into okay. women and less into men. Okay. At the time, I didn't know it. Okay. Um, Go on. So yeah, so she, I, I went to my wife one day and I said, hey, you remember all the fight clubs we had back in the day? And, and she kind of smiled and said, yeah, I, I remember them. I said, well, what if No, what no, if no. You I that need again?
1: to go? No, no, I need other examples. You literally said the sentence, this woman was trying to ruin my marriage. Now you're trying to tell me that a threesome that you're going to hook up here. And I know that it happens because you, this was a part of your email that this is a way she tried to ruin your marriage. But can you just give me other couple of ways? Cause she's trying to ruin your marriage besides this threesome that we're going to hear about Were there, was there anything else she was doing to try and ruin your marriage? Yeah
0: so at the time I didn't realize it, but now it's very clear. She would send me texts when she knew I wasn't able to get a text. She knew the hours of operations, if you may, uh, of when it's safe to call or text or, or, whatever. And she would break those. She would send a text message at six o'clock when she knows I'm, I'm at home with my wife. And, um, saying things like, oh, I miss you or oh, hey, I got a quick question for you about this, or she would just send a picture of her naked or, or scantily clad and uh, stuff like that. She would also call and she would say, is your wife there? Before I could even say hello. So stuff like that, that at the time I'm like, oh, she's just, just doing her thing. She's not doing anything malicious, but it was after that, that threesome that I went, Oh, where I really opened up and I went, Oh, I understand now what you're trying to do.
1: Okay. So what, so go back to the threesome.
0: Yeah. So I, I told my wife, Hey, I I would like to try this again. And, And she was actually hugely receptive. She was like, absolutely. Let's, let's do this. And so I was like, Oh, okay.
1: But at this point you never though, also never mentioned her boss. You never cared about that? That never came up?
0: At that point, I was still so blindfully blissed to it. I mean, I knew what deep do you down something was going on. What do you mean blissed to it?
1: Didn't you see the text message at this point? I did, yep. So how were you um, blindfully blissed to it? I don't understand. You saw an actual text message from her boss saying, let me see your tits. So how are you blind to it? You knew, but you just didn't say anything because you were cheating, correct?
0: Exactly. I was getting mine elsewhere and... So you didn't care? in retrospect i didn't care because that's the only explanation i have at during it i it just literally got pushed out of my brain to the point of i didn't even think about it it still frustrated me don't get me wrong i was still like oh i can't believe she's doing this but it's that whole well i'm doing it too so
1: okay so so know. this girl you tell your wife she's very receptive now let's get back to the threesome
0: yeah so we we put a craigslist out up. a um nothing specific no pictures no nothing just saying hey we're a couple in our 20s and we're looking to spice it up with a another gal something something stupid and lame like that that i knew we wouldn't get much response to because i wanted b1 response from this other gal that i was cheating on her with Uh and so i sent i sent her the link and she responded instantly and sent some pictures and my wife went okay yeah 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 that's we could do that Uh, so they they texts back and forth and i was nervous the whole time because i'm like oh if this if this gal decides to just tell her the truth i am absolutely boned and not in a good way i'm big trouble and it she never once broke the the secret and uh they they talked enough and finally they were like well let's uh let's let's make this happen let's let's meet up so we drove out picked her up took her out for drinks and dinner and They danced and had a good time. And I kind of participated as much as I could. Um, I was, I was very, I was not very confident in myself at that time. Let's put it that way. And so they had a great time and they came back to our house and, or she came back to our house and my wife just said, our only rule is you you don't get to kiss him. I can kiss him. You can kiss me. I can kiss you, but not, you're not going to kiss him. And this is another one of those where she clearly tried to cause problems because shortly there into it, she kept trying to kiss me, the the new gal
1: mm-hmm.
0: that way. She kept trying to kiss me and I kept having to push her back and say, no, the rules, blah, blah. And, but the second my wife left the room, she was right there in my face saying, no, you're going to kiss me right now. And I did. And she, she made it very loud and vocal that it was a kiss. and And I don't, to this day, I don't know if my wife knows or not, that there was a kiss there and then I broke that trust there. I mean, I was breaking her trust in so many different ways. Well,
1: wasn't your wife in the middle of the threesome? She didn't see you kiss her?
0: She went into the bathroom really quick.
1: Okay, so you know, this girl's not doing it right in front of your wife. She did it when you, the, your wife was in the bathroom. She was also... You guys were fucking behind your wife's back all the time. So how is she breaking any kind of trust with you? I mean, give me a fucking break. No. That's not no, her no, trying to wasn't. fuck you over. If she was trying to fuck you over and get you in trouble with your wife, she would have kissed you when your wife was there. She waited till she went to the bathroom. She was being sneaky, just like you had always guys been sneaky. She didn't do it in front of your wife.
0: No. And I... I okay. I, I got to give her credit for that. But at uh, shortly thereafter, her and I were texting... And she said, well, how are you and your wife? And I said, well, we're, we're doing okay. You know, what, why, why do you ask? And she goes, well, because we, we had a threesome and she should be mad at you right now. And I said, why would she be mad at me? She agreed to go into this together. If anything, it's, it's almost made us stronger at this point. And she got mad at me and said, that's not what was supposed to happen. You guys were supposed to fight. You guys were supposed to break up. And I was supposed to get my chance with you. And... Yeah, I was all of 25 or 26 at the time. And I was like, well, hell, I don't, I don't know what to do about this. I don't know how to respond. And we ended up breaking off the, the other girl and I, we broke it off because number one, I was scared shitless that she was going to battle on me (laughs) and it actually it it made me realize how much I actually loved my wife and how unfair it was I was being to her and how just shitty I was treating her I was I was a human being I didn't like and I was treating the one person that was always there always fighting in my corner just like trash
1: well you you told me you guys drifted apart and she was banging her boss yeah I mean, didn't, so when you're feeling guilty that you're doing it and you you end it, do you ever say anything about the boss thing or no? Years later. Okay.
0: Years later. We were, it was probably about three or four years later and I don't know what happened. I just kind of snapped one day. I was sitting on the couch and I just broke down and started crying. And my wife was like, what is up with you? And I said, I, I know about you and your boss. And she went, but I said, I, I, I know about you and in him here. I know you guys have been hooking up for the last, I don't, I don't even know how long it was at that point, five, six years at that point. And she went really quiet and kind of hung her head and said, yeah, yeah, I have been. And I said, I, I haven't been innocent either. I've, I've been, I've been doing the same thing to you too. And she kind of nodded her head and she said, Yeah, I, I kind of figured as much. And it, it it unfortunately didn't stop. She kept she kept being with him. How do you know? Even I found a notebook that she had been hiding at her work. She brought it home one day for whatever reason. And I saw it and I was like, Oh, that's weird. And I opened up the book, and it was a diary of every time that they had met up and what they had done and yeah it
1: was
0: (laughs) it was it was weird to find that because it was just a log of everything that she had done with him i thought that was very very weird I, i i never would have done anything like that especially if i was trying not to get caught it just seems silly to write it down but that is her personality she logs everything
1: Well, what happened? Did you confront her about that diary?
0: I did. Yep. She came home one day and well, she came home that day and I had it sitting on the coffee table and I said, I read your, your journal there. And she kind of hung her head and she said, well, it's not happening anymore. And I said, well, that's funny because the book says that it happened like the other day. And she kind of said, well, we, we ended it today, honestly. And I say, well, I have I have a really hard time believing that. It just seems a little coincidental that the day I find it is the day you end it. And we we started seeking couples counseling at that point, and it did it, it, it did a lot of good for us. It helped us out a lot, and it allowed us to kind of open up and air all the grievances that have happened, and it. it brought us close together because we realized at that point that we needed to break the cycle. We needed to get out of it and not allow ourselves to fall back into it. So we started a plan to leave because we were living on the West coast at that point to leave and to go move to a completely different area of the country to just get away from all the people and the distractions. Uh And we, so we actually, we sold our house, we sold everything in it. We bought a, fifth wheel rv and we just hit the road and started touring the country going state to state to state with our kids and our dog just trying to figure out where we wanted to live and we ended up settling on the midwest we moved into a very very small town here in the midwest and just instantly fell in love with the life change and that kind of led to uh, me finding your show actually i i had a really long road trip from the Midwest up to Maine, the tip of Maine. And I had many, many hours to, because I was driving, I had many, many hours to listen. And I found your podcast and mm-hmm. I just started listening. And I'm like, oh my God, these people's stories are amazing. And the, the freedom that they get when they're actually open and honest with their spouse is just amazing. I wonder if I could ever get that. And so I spent my, my week doing my thing. And when I came home, I told my wife, I was like, we need to have a sit down conversation. We need to we need to talk about this because I think that there's still unaired laundry here that we need to talk about.
1: Well, let me ask you a quick question before you have this big conversation with her. Back in the day when you accused her about banging the boss, and she had copped to it, and you said I was cheating too. Did you ever? I mean, you had only cheated with that one woman or more?
0: No, there was there was more, but they're they're are unconsequential, unconsequential. They're they're not. There's not a good story there.
1: But did you tell her about any of them? Did she ask any questions or you just said, yeah, I cheated too. And she was like, okay.
0: No, I admitted to everything. So you
1: told her that girl that we had a threesome with that girl, I was banging her at the time.
0: I told her that I previously knew her. Yeah. I I, I said it it had never come out exactly in those words. I was banging her before you, but it was, yes, I, I did know her before. And, so when
1: you were copying and cheating on her, you copped to the girl that you brought home for the threesome. You said that was someone that was a part of that.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: And what did she, she say? Me.
0: She was devastated. She was so mad at me. I, I, to this day, I don't know why she continued to even talk to me, let alone stay with me, other than she just must love me to death. She was, she was mad. She was hurt. She felt betrayed. It, it definitely set us back on our road to where we are now but it was something that had to get out. If, if that came out later, oh my God, you know, that.
1: Well, it did come out later. It came out years later, you said, when you talked to her about the boss. I mean, you never copped to it before. Supposedly you ended that a long time before you brought up the boss thing. Yeah. So it's not yeah. like you confessed right away. You confessed years no, later too.
0: I, I held it in, yeah. But I mean, like now, because we're talking, this has been, oh, sh- 11, 12 years now since, since right. that first experience with the, the other gal.
1: Okay, so now you go to therapy and you start. it starts to bring you guys back together. You move and now what starts to happen? Because I know you're in an open relationship now.
0: Yeah, so I, I told her about your podcast and she'd listened to a couple episodes and she kind of was, okay, yeah, some of this stuff makes sense. Some of it, I don't, I don't know, but a lot of it, yeah, okay. And I had told her, I was like, hey did you ever stop to think that maybe we're, we're swingers? And she kind of, well, no, we're not. And I said, well, think about it. it we enjoy bringing someone else into our, our bedroom with us. We enjoy meeting new people and flirting and talking and, and having sex with them. That kind of makes us swingers. And she kind of begrudgingly nodded her head and it was about a week after that she goes, maybe we should, maybe we should see what's around here. Maybe we should see what's, what's available in the midwest here and so we we hit all the normal places we uh, all the apps and the, the websites and tinder and all that all that stuff and and started looking for couples single females she she eventually said yeah let's let's look for males maybe there will be another male that will strike my fancy and so we were we were pretty open. We were casting a big net, and on her birthday, wait, we what did actually, she
1: say she was looking for?
0: She was open to anything at that point. Okay. She was, she was like, "Oh, right, let's let's look for couples. Let's look for single females. Let's look for single males." Okay. And yeah, on her birthday night, a, a girl had messaged earlier in the week on one of the apps, and we were kind of talking. All three of us were talking, and I said, "Oh, hey, it's my wife's birthday today." She said, "Oh, happy birthday! I should I should come over and bring you a present." And I'm like, heck, yeah, you should, <laughs> so she ends up coming over, and um we talked hung out in the kitchen had a had a couple drinks, and went into the bedroom and we all took turns kind of body painting each other and and kind of turning up the the sensualness of of the experience and yeah, we had a great experience with. With her, unfortunately, we at that point, we had decided, well, we're kind of looking, maybe we'll add a third to our relationship, a, a continual third person to hang out with and bring into the bedroom and all that. I, I guess the term's a throuple. Uh-huh. And so we had kind of approached this girl and she was considerably younger. You know, we're in our mid-30s now and she was in her mid-20s. And so we kind of said, hey, you know, we're, we're this is what we're leaning to. We're, we're open to the idea of it being more casual. But in the end, we would like to actually form a triad or or whatever you want to call it. And she at first was, yeah, 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 that sounds really good. And then quickly kind of devolved down. And I don't think I'm quite looking for that. And unfortunately, she has since disappeared. She just stopped talking to us on on, uh, through anything. And we were like, okay, I wish you had said goodbye or told us what we did wrong to make it you want to leave but we understand if you're not into it you're not into it so we've we've continued on and, and met some interesting people but we're yet to find another person to actually bring back and and try to meet on a personal level
1: what does that yet. mean a personal level
0: back <laughs> not from behind the screen
1: no no no. but i mean like how close do you want to get with this third person
0: in an ideal world, world uh it would be Another person to add to our relationship. It would be a, in what a third member
1: emotionally,
0: emotionally, physically, all of it.
1: Um, and your wife wants that too. You both want yes. another person to fall in love with. Yes. Interesting. Uh, and that's actually,
0: yeah, it's it. And that's recently. That's when I found out that my wife was leaning more towards women than she does men. Because at first, when we first started looking, it was, oh, I'm open to. Couples, male, female, anything. And then as we'd go through the app and we'd start seeing different people, she'd go, not him, not him, oh, her, her, yeah. And we started realizing that maybe for every hundred guys that would come through the app, maybe one of them would get the, the thumbs up, but the vast majority of them were not. But the women that would come through, it was about 50 50. Yeah, well, oh, that's yeah, because yeah, there's
1: way more pretty girls than there are hot guys. Sorry to say. I don't know that that means she's a lesbian or maybe then I'm a lesbian, too, because I find it like <laughs> if you're looking at girls, if you put a a, a a lineup of 10 women and 10 men and you're like, how many people are you do you think are hot in this lineup? You'd find more hot people in the chick lineup than you do the guy lineup. But the guys are not Guys don't have all the things that girls could do to make themselves look better. There's just more pretty girls and hot girls than there are good-looking hot guys.
0: Yeah, I guess empirical data suggests that's true, yes.
1: (laughs) Well, that's just my – that's my data. So I'm sure I'll get people saying I'm fucked up and wrong. Um, Unless you're gay and then all those guys are fucking hot, Okay. But (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. I I just don't. I just think that that I mean, did she besides being more attracted to more of those females? I mean, did she actually put it together, though, that it was more than just that she found them attractive, that she felt like she was more into women? Did she bring that up?
0: Yes. Yeah. So what did she say? She'd actually, I, would given her kind of freedom. I said, Hey, if you want to go experience something on your own, absolutely. We're on this spiritual journey. If that's what you want to call it to figure out what, what, and who we are in this world, you should be free to do whatever you want for the most part. You know, if, if I'm uncomfortable, I'll vocalize it. And I, I hope you would respect that I'm uncomfortable about this, but at the end of the day, you need to be free to do what you want. And so she would actually ventured out and met. A, a little bit older guy that's that's more i've learned that that's more of her style of a man is the older type uh-huh. and so they were talking and I, it kind of unlocked a little bit of of oh i i kind of enjoy this this jealousy that i'm feeling of you talking to someone else and i'm not involved i'm reading all the text messages and everything after the fact but you
1: were into it it unlocked your feelings yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah, and that was that was a weird one. I was like, wow. I used to be one of the most jealous people in the world, and now here I am. I'm reading messages between my wife and another person that I don't know, and it's kind of turning me on. Oh, weird. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay, let's roll with it. It fizzled out. They, she, in the end, was like, I'm just, I'm not feeling it. I'm, I, I think I'm more into women. And I said, okay, that's great. And you, you tried it. You experienced it, and you said, nope. I get it. She never went physical with him. It stayed completely through text messages and phone calls and all that but
1: now at this time while she's meeting other people and going out there and she's free to do that are you seeing other women no yes
0: and no so i i was given the same freedom that she was i was told go ahead and find somebody you know if there's something you want to do go do it just be safe about it and so i had gone out on one of the apps and i'd found a couple and i was like okay well yeah, let's let's. What would it be like to hook up with another guy's wife? If if I'm feeling that slight jealousy and I'm kind of liking it a little bit, this this must be a real thing. And why not experience it with with someone else? And so I did meet a couple, and I I drove out to meet him, and we had dinner and talked, and um, yeah, he had, <laughs> we ended up having a uh, male female male threesome. This guy and his wife.
1: Huh, and.
0: Yeah, it was, (laughs) it wasn't the same. It it wasn't that, I didn't get that jealousy end of it, which apparently is a kink of mine. So it wasn't that end all be all, oh yeah, this is my new personality. It was just a, yeah, that was the fun experience. And I I would not say no to it again, but it's, it's not the end all be all that I was hoping for it to be. But I mean, don't get me wrong, it was, it was hot. They were they were very comfortable with themselves and they were very much, there are no rules. You can basically do whatever the heck you want until she says no or he says no. And I'll just say this. They never said no.
1: Right. And so did you go home? I mean, what is your deal with your wife? You guys have free reign to do whatever you want. I mean, do you? is it a don't ask, don't tell? Or is it come back and tell because I fucking like it?
0: She does not care to hear about it. Uh-huh. She... I came home and, and she said, "Did you have fun?" I said, "Yeah, it was it was fun." She goes, "Are you gonna see him again?" I said, "Probably not." And she goes, "Oh, probably not." I said, "Yeah, it's it's not everything I was hoping it was gonna be. It was still fun, but they, maybe they weren't the right people. Maybe it wasn't the right circumstance. I don't I don't know what." But
1: why was she not included in meeting up with that couple, considering she likes girls and why she was not
0: a she was not attracted to them at all.
1: Okay. So she was like, "You take it. You, know, you take one for the team. You could have them if you're interested, but I'm not." Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and so that's that's kind of where we are today. Is
1: no, but I mean, so but t- tell me, like, how it comes to be that this becomes more than just sex, and you're really open to wanting to have even an emotional attachment with other people.
0: There are. Things that women provide that men cannot. And who am I to deny my wife, the woman I love, the experiences from someone else of something I can't give? If if she was still out there cheating and, and finding other guys, it, it would hurt. It would be like, well, what what do they have that I don't? Why, why do you feel the need to go to them and not come to me or at least have me join in? That would hurt. But if it's another woman it's well, I don't I don't have the right anatomy for that. I get it. I totally understand.
1: No, but I'm talking I'm not talking about sex. You 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 guys are open to having someone come in so that you both actually have feelings for them. Yes. Yep. How does that come into play? That's a different very different thing than just going out and fucking other people.
0: So, she is very my wife is very emotionally driven. She needs to have that mental connection that a relationship there to really enjoy being with another woman i mean she does have her one night stands and, and stuff like that that she is very much more just oh yeah we're just having fun but since then since it's kind of happened again she goes i'm missing something there i'm missing that mental that emotional connection with the person and that's when i had said well what if we got to know someone what if we found somebody that we could get to really know and sitting on the couch and talking to each other after work for hours about this stuff every night for weeks it just became more and more like this is this is the natural progression for us this is where it needs to go if we are going to keep exploring us as a as a couple as a relationship and what have you
1: but is the emotional attachment for her with the woman, but also you with the woman? Did you decide that you're both going to fall for the other girl? Is it just going to be her girlfriend? Yeah, we, we have decided that
0: we, we should both have equal, equal feelings for the person and, and want them in our lives. And we're kind of realizing now that that might be a all order. We've met plenty of nice people, but nothing that we both click on the same level with them. I've met a few people that I go, oh, no, this person's really cool. I'd like to get to know them more. And then we talk to them as, as the three of us talking. And my wife goes, oh, I'm not. No, I don't. I don't like that. I don't like her. I don't like this. I don't like that. And vice versa. There's been a couple where she's talking to them and, and she goes, hey, let's let's bring the three of us into the conversation together and talk about this. And then I'm quickly like, oh, I'm not. I'm not feeling it. And again, we're both given the opportunity. If you do this person, you know, explore it, but we're both cautious of each other's feelings and thoughts of that. Because, you know, if you pass on someone and then the other person continues on, it, it is almost a breach of trust. And thankfully it hasn't happened yet. And I'm hoping it doesn't, but neither one of us has continued to talk with any person that we've previously passed on.
1: But what about, you have this thing where you're like, lo- you like the jealousy thing. Do you want her to hook up with other guys? What's going on with that? Because that's like your kink.
0: Yeah, it's, it's a weird one that I haven't really been able to explore. You know, I've only ever seen her with my, for lack of better terms, my best friend uh, and and his wife. You know, we've, that's the only other male she's hooked up with that I have per- personally seen. So it is kind of a weird situation where I'm like, yeah, I'd like to experience this and explore it. But at the same time, she's not really wanting to explore it. And so I'm not going to push her into something she's not comfortable with or not wanting to do. So I, no, I have not been able to really explore or experience that, that particular side of myself. And I, I honestly don't know if I ever will, because she is just not into that idea, I guess.
1: Right, so you what? What do you go looking for that that third girl for that you and her are both gonna like or more couples?
0: It's it, right now. It's it's mainly single females. Our experience with the couples has been not very good. Uh, we've had a couple of people saying, "Oh yeah, no, it's it's me and my girlfriend," and then quickly the girlfriend drops out, or "Oh, we broke up, but I'm still interested in in you too. The male saying that to us, and we're like, "Well, that's that's a bait and switch." you you brought a to the table and you've taken a away and now we're male male female male and that's not what we went into this conversation with and it's it's frustrating to say the least so we've we've kind of blocked not blocked but we've filtered down the apps to select only single females for now just to see what what even we can but being here in the midwest it's kind of slim pickings
1: Right. And how's your sex life with your wife?
0: Oh, it's great. I mean, every night, if not every other night. I mean, we're <laughs> we're. I'm surprised that we are still so turned on by the idea of this, because this has been going on for about a year now that we've actually been open as, yes, we are a couple that enjoys swinging. Yes, we are a couple that is looking for another person to come join us or people to join us. And I thought, okay, six months, and we'll both just kind of be, yeah, whatever. It's it's another day, but it, is, it just continued to be a ongoing turn on for us, and that that hope of well, maybe the next, maybe the next swipe or the next will will bring that magic person into this world that um, we're looking for. Right,
1: and now your wife is cool with you banging the girls.
0: Yes and no. She I, I she says I can. But I have not taken advantage of it. I've only taken advantage of the one opportunity with the couple. And that was just kind of, like I said, it was a me thing going, well, heck, maybe I'm into this. Maybe this is my thing. And But what yeah, about when I, you've
1: had threesomes with the women? Yeah. Yeah, what?
0: I'm sorry, what was that?
1: When you have threesomes with women, you've had threesomes with women with your girl. Do you bang the other girl during those threesomes?
0: Yes, it's it's actually almost kind of weird. Weird, not weird. We have almost a set thing that happens. Her and the girl will start making out. I will be touching them and kind of helping them along. If one's eaten one out, I'm going to go down on the other one and vice versa. And then I can tell when my wife is is really ready when she's feeling it because she'll start giving the other girl commands. She'll be like, you're going to suck his dick right now. Or you're going to sit on his face. Or I'm going to sit on his face and you're going to ride him. Stuff like that. And I'm like, okay. I can tell she's she's warmed up. She's she's ready to really get going. And it always, always finishes with the other woman and the wife in 69 with the woman on top. And then I'm taking the other woman doggy style. So
1: she does allow you to bang the other girl.
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: Okay. Why do you say yes and no? Because... As of right
0: now, she says it's okay for me to hook up with another female if I find one, and she kind of gives me the nod. I have to—it's not really a check-in, but it's a courtesy. Like, hey, I've met someone; I'd like to go meet them in person and see what happens. And it's the nod of, okay, yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'll I'll watch the kids tonight, or, or I'll I'll do whatever. So it's it's kind of the sign-off, but not really. It's not her saying yes or no as much as it is her going, I acknowledge you respectively asking me for permission to go out and do this and me saying, yes, go ahead.
1: Okay, hey, listen, Hunter, do you mind me? I'm going to wrap it up now, but do you mind me? Uh, I'm going to put this out as a fact or fiction because I don't even know if I believe this fucking story <laughs> Oh, that's unfortunate. I love my story. <laughs> now what we're um, going to, I love your story too. We're going to put it out and see what everyone says. I think you're going to get, listen, I don't think this is one of those ones where like the other guy where it was very obvious and there was no proof and everything and I knew the ending of the story. I don't know. I'm going to edit this, right? And I might feel a different way. There was one girl on this, poor girl, Ashley. I think I'm going to get her back on for my 600th, 700th episode and redo her episode because I really fucked her up by not trusting her story. And it was totally true. And it was one of the best stories ever to be on my show. This girl like fucked her best friend's mother and her stepfather or some shit like that. It was so good. Oh, and I didn't believe it. And it was obviously true. And I messed up the whole thing and ruined the whole thing. And I feel like I got to do a redo there. Um, With your story, I feel like uh, it's going to be very split. I personally don't believe you. But oh, well. I think it will be fun to see how other people feel like i said i'm not going to edit this and take out any content i'm not going to try to make you sound like a liar i'm not going to try to make you sound more believable i'm just going to air it as is right like i said there was no there's no edits that need to be in this episode i'm curious what other people think i feel like a lot of this story is bullshit but i'm curious what other people think and i'm going to put it out as a fact or fiction but i don't i do think you're going to have a lot of people on your side i <laughs> uh,
0: probably not i mean it's not it doesn't paint me in the best picture. No, 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 no. This
1: isn't, are you a scumbag or not? What do you mean? How bad of a guy? You're 17, you're 19 years old. Listen, let's say it's true, right? Okay. What part of this story that you're a scumbag? Your wife was cheating on you. You knew she was cheating with her boss. You were cheating on her. I mean, you're both wrong. So, I mean, you were still with your wife. When you were 19, you stole your guy's, your friend's wife. I don't, this is not about whether you're likable or not. I don't think people are going to go there. It's not going to be about that at all. That's not what I'm questioning at all. It's the truth of the story. That's what people are going to be debating.
0: Yeah, yeah, you're right. (laughs) I mean, for whatever it's worth, I hand to God. I am. (laughs) Well, your wife listens
1: to. Well, let me ask you this. Your wife listens to my podcast, right?
0: She has not since I showed her.
1: Okay, but she knows of my podcast. Does she know you're coming on and telling this story? She must know this whole story. I mean, she was a part of it. Everything's been out on the table. She knows you cheated. She cheated. I mean, everything that you told me, your wife knows. Will, and she knows my show. Will she be, will she know, does she know that you're coming on?
0: I had not told her. I was going to wait to see when and if this even aired
1: oh it's gonna air if i waste my time in an hour i mean i have 35 taped already but every one eventually airs (laughs) i have to actually i think start putting out four episodes a week because i have so many episodes taped it will air Uh, are you gonna let her listen
0: yeah i'm gonna my plan was to surprise her and be like hey i I went on the show and here's our story
1: okay So we'll, we'll see what she chimes in. So, you know, maybe she could come on and tell the story from her point of view. Uh, that would be good proof. But, you know, I am going to put it out if it's cool with you as a fact or fiction. I don't think, like I said, I personally think, like the last guy that I did that with, he got maybe two people saying they believed him. I think it's going to be very split down the middle with you. I, I don't think everyone's going to feel the way I do about it, which will be interesting. I like those episodes. I think they're really interesting conversation starters. And then they add another layer to the whole story on top of it because it becomes like a mystery. So let's see what people say, Hunter. Like I said, this is not about whether Hunter's a good guy or not. I mean, I already called you out for being a scumbag, for stealing your friends. <laughs> you called <laughs> him a scumbag. You were kind of the scumbag, but you know, no one's perfect. Okay. I'm not I, like we all make mistakes, right? So we're not judging you. In this thing and if people judge you on YouTube, don't worry. I'll stick up for you about that But you know, this is just about fact or fiction, but it's also your story people are gonna listen to your story Yeah
0: yeah, no. And I'm I'm just as interested to see what other people say as well. All
1: right. So you're down. You're down for the factor fiction spin on Absolutely. it. You're cool with it. Because I don't want to. Listen, last time when I did it to that guy, he was very fucking cool. And he knew straight up. And people were like, that was mean to do. I'm like, I did it. This was all on the up and up. I, listen, you call into my show. You're like a guest in my house. I respect you whether you're lying or not. And I don't want to. I would never do that to you if you were like, oh, no way, Kathy. I just want to make sure you're cool with it. Like I said, I do think think you're gonna get people on your side and I'm gonna and I gotta be cool with the fact that people are gonna be like you're the fucking asshole Kathy you know I'm gonna get shit too I trust me more than you I think people that believe you will be like you're so rude but I can handle it I you know I get you know when you have a something out there you get online trolls and people saying mean things all the time so I'm used to it so as long as you're cool with it that's the way I'm gonna spin it you're cool with it that's what you said correct
0: correct and you know what i'm anonymous on here so even if people hate
1: me no one's gonna hate you like i said we're not debating that hunter no 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 we're not debating that we're debating truth or fiction but you also told your story and thank you so much for calling in listen i will give you and you could go in i have like over a thousand people on my discord that's like a community over there you could go in there and talk to people you will get free access to it because you came on my show so when your episode goes up probably in a week or two I will, and it'll be a bonus episode on a Thursday. I will send you a link so you could go on to my Discord for free. Everyone else pays, but you'll get in for free, and you could talk to people over there, too. Well, thank you. Awesome. Thank you, and Hunter. One, one, yeah,
0: one more thing. Yeah. I just wanted to say thank you for putting up your podcast. I mean, honestly, it, it kept me sane on so many drives around. and um, I
1: love that. That's... It
0: gave me the courage to open up to my wife and tell her the things that I had been hiding from her in the sense of... This is something that is a kink of mine and I really enjoy it. And I, I enjoy seeing you. And it gave me the courage to just say, you only get one life at this. You Make it what you can. And opening up and talking to her has made my sex life and my personal life just so much better. And I directly link it to your show.
1: So I love you. that. Listen, if people stay all the way into that, they're going to be like, look, listen to what he just said, Kathy. He's obviously telling the truth. <laughs> I think that yeah. just makes you sound more believable, but I love that. That That's actually awesome. I do my show list, and I think sometimes I, I always say this if you look at all the titles. It just sounds like a dirty sex show, but I think I, I, what I'm trying to bring to the table is something that actually helps people. I, I want I hate how judgmental people are. I hate how close minded people are. I don't really take sex that seriously. I wish other people wouldn't. I'm just here to say this is what fucking people do. Who the fuck cares? I know some people get woodies for it, but what I'm always hoping is that I am helping people. And I get a lot of people emailing me and saying the same thing that you said. People that listen, thank you. It's made me open up or it's made me not feel alone. There's a lot of different reasons, but I love the fact that it's a conversation starter. And I've heard that many times. And I think that that's fucking awesome because all you gotta do is open up and tell your partner what you're fucking into. Those kinds of conversations go a long way really they really do and with now that there's podcasts out there that is a great way to start those conversations get a book ask some questions get a podcast pass it on it is a great way to start admitting and copying to these little dirty secret fantasies that you have that everyone's too afraid to put out to the person that they've been married to for 30 years like what the fuck like just start being who you are and you might be surprised that your girl is the same way you think girls don't have these fucking fantasies they do so I think it's great that it allowed you to be open and talk I like I said I've heard that before from other people and my goal is always to help people so I love that
0: yeah well,
1: thank you. So, thank you Hunter. Let's see who wins, okay?
0: <laughs> All right, sounds good.
1: Thanks so much for calling in. Thank you. Bye. Ah, mm, the first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive, sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Hey, everyone. Thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode. If you want to follow the show, follow me at Strict Anonymous on Instagram or Twitter. That's at Strict Anonymous. If you are on YouTube, make sure to subscribe. I love YouTube